But with numbers, if you take a look at the number zero, right? Just a, if, if, if people could just hold their hands up in front of them and make a zero with their hands. When you look at that and you think of the number zero, when you ask most people, well, what is a zero? Nine times out of 10, people are gonna say, well, nothing, right? Well, that's not entirely true. If you look at the symbol itself, you could see it that way. It could be absolutely nothing. There's nothing in that circle, but really it's more there's nothing that you can see in that circle, right? Um, so it can either be nothing or it can be everything that's in the circle that you can't see. So in effect, what a zero means is creative potential. It's a void. It's the void. It's almost like a woman's womb that anything can spring from it, right? <coughs> okay, I want you to add these just to make sure that I'm doing it right here. 11, 9 is 20, mm -hmm. 30, mm -hmm. 38, 45. 45. Okay. Well, today's a little special. Why? Because we have Amy here. Who's Amy? Well, I know who Amy is, but just for the sake of the story, who's Amy? Amy isn't the easiest person to track down because she lives in the woods. And when she doesn't live in the woods, she's driving around the country. Going nomad. Going nomad. Um, and I don't really know how to describe what Amy does. So maybe throughout the story, that will become more clear for people. Um, my name is Amy, and I am uh, from the north woods of Minnesota. Thanks for having me. You guys, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about what I love and what I, how I've lived my life, basically. What's Amy gonna talk about? She came in today because we told her she could talk about her favorite thing. Which is? Numbers! Yay! Woo. I just got so excited. Numbers are so fun. <laughs> They're an absolute blast. Like I was talking about being a little girl, um, numbers are a fun, fun, fun numbers. thing to do. And presently, in today's society, I can't... So, real quick, just so we all are on the same page, what is numerology? Uh, I guess numerology is reading numbers as symbols that are giving you more information than just the num face value of the number. Okay. So, like, you can use your birth date or... I mean, even your phone number. Your and address. Then, and then you can translate letters into numbers, right? Yes. Yes. And that's a lot of what Amy does. Yeah, she has... I think she's devised a way that you can basically turn anything into a number. And it's not all Amy. A lot of this comes from a long time ago. Um, turning letters to numbers and symbology in that way. Um... But she's even found a way to, well, I mean, this is not just Amy. But you can even do numerology in music and translate notes to numbers, which makes sense if you're thinking about octaves and scales, and basically take the words that you're saying in your song and make them actually the music of the song as well. You mean kind of like what we're hearing right now? This is Strange Transmissions numerology music. 
And this is Ryan. This is Eric. And I'm Kelsey. And you're listening to Strange Strange Transmissions. Transmissions. (laughs) People are going to love it. That was good. However you want to do it. You can look at a date of birth. You can do numerology on your phone number. You can do numerology on your house. You can do numerology on your friend. You can do numerology on your job location. I've helped people um, choose a job location based on numbers. So out of your name comes three numbers. First is your personality. And the consonants are how you then express yourself or assert yourself. The consonants in your name can totally tell about how you, it's your expression number. Some people call it a personality number, Um, but it's how you assert yourself in the world. Then there's your soul number. So now if we take a look at the vowels in your name, okay, If you add those up, the vowels are all about uh, things that you came into this earth plane already having. Many times it's called a soul's urge or heart's desire number. So that vowel or heart's desire or soul's urge is what you came into this earth plane to fulfill. There is nothing that you can do about that. It's what you came into this world with, whether it's challenges. um, It's things that you won't feel complete until you know or experience more of the energy of those numbers. And next is your destiny. But now let's talk about if we add all of the vowels and all of the consonants, right? That's perfect balance, right? Because it's what's coming in and receptive and what we're presenting to the world, right? It really is. It's all about integrated self and um, being perfectly balanced because it's the totality of your name. And so... In many ways, our parents or whoever names us are giving us different energies that way, okay? And then from your birth date, you get your life path number. The other main number in most typical in-depth charts then is going to be your life path number. And that's derived from the actual month you were born, the day that you were born, and the year that you were born. And if you add those up, that's considered your life path. And again, it's not changeable. You can't change your birth date. I'll kind of give you the numerology 101, probably at this point. 
The number one, if you even look at the number one, it's phallic in nature. Uh, is it bad to say that it's, a, like, for those who don't know, penis? It's male in nature, <laughs> typically. <Yeah. laughs> you, you know? <laughs> this is Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, we have a mature. Idea. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> well, so ones are assertive in nature. If you think about, oh, I'm number one. God, we've been programmed our whole life to be number one. Number one, right? That's the best. That's the best. You know, you got to be first. You got to be assertive. You got to be a go-getter. You got to be blah, 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 right? So there's all sorts of positive traits about a one. So if you take a look at the flip side of that one, boy, if you have too much of a one energy, you are bossy, typically. You can be an egomaniac. You can be a narcissist. You can bulldoze over people. There's, there, you know, that's the flip side of the one. But then, now take a look at the number two. No matter which way, and maybe everybody that's listening can just draw a number two into the air or whatever. No matter which way that you do it, um, there's more sides to it. It's, it's curvy. With that said, a number two is all about um, being receptive, being the receptacle. Much like the woman can be the receiver of the phallic symbol, correct? The number one. The number one. <laughs> we're going to teach sex ed through new Yeah, yeah we're going to teach sex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and here it gets even better. The one and the two going together, right? Here's the obvious, the most obvious thing in the world that nobody thinks of. Now I want everybody to draw in front of them the number three in front of them, right? Take a look at the number three. It's the profile of a pregnant person. It's so obvious that if you put the one and add the two, take a look at the number three. I mean, it's a very easy way to look at that, okay? Now, um, threes, threes are all about a creation, a new birth from the two previous numbers, okay? So it's all about something new. I was born and I was adopted. I was given up for adoption as soon as I was born. I got to sit in the same room with my mom, but not she wasn't able to touch me or do anything. I guess we just sat and looked at each other for four hours or something before they took me away uh, to a foster home and I was adopted a little over uh, a month later. Growing up on a farm, I very much had the opportunity to be and have firsthand experience of just life on a farm, birth, death, um, all sorts of different things, the cycles, the seasons, um, how important they are and how they affect all of us too, I would say. Um, as a really little girl, um, I guess how it started for me um, is I saw things in playing cards and I didn't know exactly what that meant, but when my family would be, play cards, um, I would see that they were playing a game, but I wasn't paying any real attention to the game. I would see things as a story. Um, when I'd see the numbers on the cards flip or the different suits of the cards, um, there were different associations. To me, it was like a story. Um, at that time, I wasn't sure if it was just my imagination but 
the numbers spoke to me. I would see things as stories. I would also um, associate the face cards with people very much. They were alive to me. There's energy in everything, um, in everything. Um, it's more about being receptive to the divine, to the energy force, whether you're going to call that chi, um, uh, whether you want to call it Gichimana too, the great mystery. You know, there's a lot of different ways that different cultures call that. So I would say I've been passionate my whole life about being in tune um, to the unseen energies that are going on around me. So we have a zero, then we have the one, the two, the three with the birth or whatever, then the four, a lot of times that's why we equate that with family, making the family. There might be another brother or sister, that sort of thing. Draw number four. If you want to draw number four, whichever way you do the four, I like to think about chairs. Think about a chair or a table. There's four legs, right? Fours are all about stability, foundation, um, security, home, um, mm, organization, uh, building. Um, it's about being stable, and many times it's associated with the home in the structural sense, about being safe, different things like that too. A four energy can present something that's really good and stable and everything else, but boy, if you have somebody that somebody or something that's out of balance, oh my goodness, it's rigid. It's so rigid and you can't move out of that thinking. It's like having blinders on almost. It's too rigid, too stable, too all of those things. So if you even just look at the number five, you're going to understand the energy of a five. Look at how it, the energy comes in at the top. It goes down and whoosh, out the bottom of that five. It's a turnaround of energy, 100%. So here's the thing. Fives are all about the energy of change, transformation. Sometimes it can, it movement. So it can even mean trips or needing diversity, a lot of different things. For me, in many different areas, whether it's being sensitive to the unseen energies of colors, of numbers, of shapes, of animals, of the clouds, I would say um, there's many people who would call me a scryer. Um, there's many different forms of scrying. It means to, to see into different things from a very young age. I would see patterns in trees, in leaves, in the clouds. I'd ask a question from God, Creator, whatever that is to you. Um, I would ask questions of that because as, as a lot of people know, there's different things that just happen to happen in our life, these different synchronicities. I played with that as a little girl. It was natural for me to ask a question and then look at a leaf and um, try to figure it out. 
I was raised in a very small town, very conservative town. It wasn't really something you talked about, especially if you were a Catholic, and I happen to be Catholic. Um, and so I'm not here to bash any religion or anything like that whatsoever. I'm just saying it wasn't something that was nurtured in any way, shape, or form, and specifically not even talked about. I learned at a real early age um, to not talk about kind of those things. In the Native American spirit, they talk about children being the shining ones or the holy ones, that they're closest to spirit, that their eyes haven't been um, uh, tainted by what they've seen or witnessed by their parents or other different other different things like that. Um, their minds through what we learn in school, whether it's religion, whether it's all those different things. Um, and so I, when I read for kids, um, or parents for their children. This one woman who has twin sons that are literally geniuses, and yet they talk so far over her head that she just can't even stand it. And here the thing is, um, like so many other kids, they want them on, the doctors want them on ADD medication or ADHD because it's frittered energy. They can't sit in school when they have that kind of stuff going through you know so we see a lot of fives that end up on medication in today's day and age if you take a look at the number six the number six itself so now people have built their they've had their family or whatever that is whatever it is to them that's their family their tribe whatever right once you've gone through all those changes and everything, now you, if you take a look at the number six, you have more of a complete home. You have all the things that you've chosen to let into you, so it's almost like an egg that you're holding on to because it's accumulation of the choices that you've made, okay? Now imagine the six uh, that's unbalanced. The six that's unbalanced is, oh my God, it's the smothering mother. It's the person who does everything for, overdoes everything for everyone else and never even thinks of themselves and then just runs out of energy. They're not balanced. Sevens are the seekers. Seven has an energy of seekers. The sevens are, are mystics. It's all about knowledge and discovery. Um, nature, sevens are all about seeing the unseen, spirit. Sevens are about choice of what you're going to value too. In the tarot deck, it's about uh, the chariot where there's two different reins, boy, and you have to steer right down the middle and determine to make your choices and what are you going to believe in or what are you not going to believe in. I was married and we had made a mutual decision to get a divorce. Um, I had prayed about it a lot. I was out in the woods and I spent over 12 hours drumming and praying about that because it felt really bad. The, my husband was a very nice guy. He didn't do anything wrong at all. He didn't beat me. He was a good provider and all that. Uh, but things just weren't working out. He um, was very uncomfortable with how I would know things. Uh, it's really hard to lie to a psychic. <laughs> you know, it, it really, it, it, it really is, you know? And the thing is, um, 
not all the times do things come through, but like I said, I know usually what's going on. As long as I'm a clear receptacle for spirit, I usually can know. Anyway, um, I prayed about it a lot because I didn't want to hurt him. I didn't want to affect so many other people's lives by being selfish or by being insistent about my beliefs and who I am and what I've known my whole life, you know? And in the beginning he was supportive, but then not really. It would freak him out about different things. He'd be uncomfortable if I'd say the wrong things in front of the wrong people or different things like that. So I felt like I had kind of two separate lives. Anyway, I, I'm out in the woods and I'm praying and everything. And I said, okay, creator, show me. Show me in a good way that you've taught me. Uh, I would like you to tell me. Give me a sign if it's okay for me to do this. If it's okay for me to file for a divorce, you know. And as I was driving, I looked up and I saw a yellow sign. You know, the, the, the country signs that you see, it was a yellow sign. And it said, it was a construction sign. But when I glanced at it, that isn't what I saw. It said, bumps for the next seven months. That's what it said when I looked at it. I'm not even kidding you. And I was like, what? And I literally stopped the car and got out and looked again. And then it said, Bump, uh, bumps for the next seven miles or whatever. But it came through and it was something that made me stop my car and have to get out and look. And then how do you not laugh? It's like for me, I gave thanks. I have, um, I have a reciprocal thing that I do with either laying tobacco down or um, kissing my hand to my heart and saying, it's kind of like the avatar thing, I see you. Like paying attention to spirit that way, seeing people and acknowledging things when those things happen like that. Um, that's just a, a very stupid little thing. Now, there's a lot of people that would be out there that would say, oh my God, you're nuts. You, you decided to get a divorce because you thought you saw bumps ahead for seven months. But, um, and that's okay. All the friends I have, and I do actually have quite a few that have, or that are contributing members to society, <laughs> you know, just because that could sound really flaky, you know. Um, but it's not for me. I trust it, no matter how flaky it is. And so, um, because I've lived it, and because that's how spirit works with me. And I don't just do that all the time. I'm careful about it. I'm reverent about it. I don't just say flippantly every day, okay, geez, tell me what numbers I should pick for the big three lotto or things like that. Give me a sign because that isn't what I care about. I care about that I um, am happy and healthy and doing good things in the world. Um, I don't, I'm not driven by money or um, things like that. Money just affords me the freedom to uh, choose the way to be. You know, there was a, Thomas Morley said once that the only sure sign of success is to live the way that the way that you want <laughs> you know and so that's uh, I'm comfortable with being the weirdo and ironically as the years have gone on um, the weirdos come uh, the weirdo the people come to the weirdo <laughs> you know what I'm saying because they um, because you can find answers When I think of an eight man, what I think of immediately um, is, uh, hmm. I think of, I think of knights on horses lined up going charge, 
It's a, a confidence. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's not being fearful of anything. You got, you have your crap together, go time, you know? You, and you've achieved some sort of success in whatever that is for you with success. If you look at the number nine, nines are the endings. And the reason why I say that, if you look through zero through nine, for any people that are musical out there, they would understand this very easily. It, it, it's like the zero through nine is like your first octave almost, right? You can have zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine in a straight line. And then what happens? Then we have a one and a zero, right? So now it's a second octave above. Now, so it has all the energy of all those first nine, the wisdom, the goods, the bads, all of it, right? And now we have it at a second level. So we have 10. If you look at that, okay, it's a new time. You've learned all those different things. Now you're starting with the wisdom and experience of all of that. Now you're going to be challenged with other things as life goes on, okay? So then you have the chance to create with all that wisdom and be assertive again now, knowing everything that you do to create with that void, that's a 10. It's very simple, really, once you know the basic tenets of the numbers, okay? The numbers are what they are, so you anybody can interpret them. It's the art of the interpretation right. that, goes, that goes with it. And I mean, I've made mistakes several different times, but that's the practice of it. That's the practice of it. So if you're having spirit show you numbers all the time, whether you're seeing it on a license plate, on a clock, um, geez, on an apartment building, or you dream about a number, or things like that, um, the first, you know, one of the first things is, okay, what were you doing at the time that that happened? How's your life going right now? If it's something that's coming to you three times or more, usually within a 24-hour period, it's like, pay attention, you know. So, anyway, the biggest thing about numbers is pay attention. Transmissions. At Strange Transmissions, we started geeking out on numbers because everybody here has had their numbers read by Amy. This is Eric. I am a five personality, a four soul, an eight destiny, and a six life path. This is Kelsey. I'm personality four, soul five, destiny nine, life path six. And this is Ryan. I am a personality 11, a soul 33, a destiny 44, and a life path 8. Those double digit numbers are something called a master number, and we didn't really touch on that here because that's a whole nother can of worms that we'll maybe dive into in another episode. Do you guys believe in your numbers? I do. It freaks me out. <laughs> uh, Eric, you have a little anecdote with your numbers. Oh, yeah, it's funny. Um, 
she like so she did my reading and then she's like yeah so did any of these any of these numbers uh mean anything to you and so i have uh six four and then eight um are three of my numbers and she's like yeah do those do those numbers mean anything to you i was like no i don't she's like have you seen those before and i was like i don't i don't i don't think so i don't know and then i got home it took me all the way till i got home to realize that was my address <laughs> so so yeah they mean something to you <laughs> yeah that's just where i live but i couldn't think of the numbers off the top of my head for some reason that's funny So in lieu of a normal dedication like we normally have this month, we have a mixture of a dedication and a plug. Our uh, good friend Bo Bebo has been pushing us for months now to sign up for Patreon. And if you don't know, Patreon is a monthly subscription service that you can subscribe to that helps donate money to a cause of your choice. And in this case, we are the cause. <laughs> uh, as you know, we do this in our spare time in between our full-time jobs, our part-time jobs, our bands, our other projects we have going on. And as much as it is a great time, it is a lot of work. Um, in case you haven't noticed, we haven't released anything since I think it was Halloween. And partly that's due to our live event that we had earlier in January, which was a lot of fun and a big success. And we will be releasing parts of that uh, in the coming weeks here. Um, but also it's just because it's a lot of work and getting to it is, is tough sometimes. But we are dedicated to it and um, Patreon will help us push us a little bit more, I think. Um, anything that we get will help us produce better content, um, get some more equipment for higher quality stories, better sound, better music, that kind of stuff. Another cool thing about Patreon is it allows us to give you something a little extra. So whenever we can, we'll toss up some extra content, maybe a musical track, maybe a meditation, I don't know, whatever we come up with. Uh, it'll be exclusive to you guys who are members. For those of you that start off at two bucks a month, we'll send you one of our snazzy sew-on patches that our friend Mary designed for us. We'll have links to Patreon on our website. Um, you can find it on our social media. And if you just go to Patreon and type in Strange Transmissions Podcast, we'll be the first one that pops up. Um, you'll see our little logo. So again, um, thanks to Bo for pushing us. And other people too. Other people have asked us if there was a way they could donate and this is the easiest way you can donate anywhere from a dollar up from there per month so every little bit helps and um yeah so thanks for listening if you want to get in touch that'd be great we love hearing from you and uh we'll see you next time <laughs>